What up guys and welcome to Summer Lunch Break. Today we sit down with founder and co-owner of Follow Wake, Steve Anderson. Steve tells us all about how Follow came to be, where it is today, and where it's headed in the future. He also teaches us a little bit about what life's like over in Australia. So grab your lunch, sit back and relax, because here he is, Steve Anderson. You know what I'm really scared about is if the wakeboarders get too close to shore, they may use some people on the shore as, as bonking items. Oh, what a trick. Uh-oh, I've lost my you. There you are. Sorry. I've got to stop multitasking. That's my biggest problem. I, I'm like a fish, right? So I get distracted really easily. And um, <laughs> so I'm like, close the other screen, focus on someone. <laughs> well, in Australia, we shorten everything we can. So um, it's been funny, like uh, my first time traveling and like, I've, you know, I've met a lot of great people over the world now um over the last sort of 12 years i've been doing the brand and the first thing they say to me is they're like slow down slow down <laughs> you aussies just are like blah, blah, blah. and you because we shorten every word and we swear and it can be confusing sometimes so sorry about that if it's going to happen so you're okay all good so but if you can't steve. tell i'm super nervous steve whatever no, whatever's hey. going all good we're all good we're all good i do it's it's weird i've got a nickname from back in the day so it depends who you're talking to so some people you go steve from follow and they're like who and then other people go boombie and i'm like they're like boombie and i'm like yeah well when i was a kid i was the fat kid so they used to call me fatty boomba so it sort of <laughs> stuck around a little bit so it's a tough one but anyway we'll move on so some people be like yeah i don't know the steve guy from follow and then other people be like yeah i know boombie and it's so yeah, I'll, I'll roll with Steve though. I will call you Steve. I'm only Steve. Well, unless I'm in trouble and then it's Steven. So we'll oh. see. <laughs> that sounds the name, like the name someone would use if you were in trouble. My wife does a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's got four kids. So oh, anyway. ah, that's okay. She's waiting. For, she's waiting for me to grow up. Oh. So, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I don't yeah. ever want to grow up. So. Nah, well, that's for normally, old people. I normally ask people what they have for lunch. I, that's my biggest question of the day, but it's what time? It's breakfast. It's breakfast So we time. are literally in the office on time. It's 8.30 in the morning. So it's um, did the full Australian thing this morning and uh, got up and had a muesli bar, which you probably don't even know what that is. And I had uh, like toast with Vegemite. So that is actually legit thing that we do okay. and i don't know if you've ever tried it but most people find it horrible so i've heard I've of had, it. is it like a it's like a paste right yeah it's like a promite but we always stitch everyone up and like they load it up like it's nutella and it's just bleh, you've got to just have like a little bit but like they fed it to us when we were babies right so it's like the whole australian community is just used to it but but anyone from this is like why would you eat this by choice this is disgusting so, no, so it's early. I've had one coffee this morning, so I'll definitely need a second one at some stage, I think. So, yeah, yeah we're getting I'm through I'm the same way. You got to start with the coffee right when you get up, and then generally after you're, like, ready, you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm tired all over again. I need another cup of coffee. Oh, thank God for drugs. That's all I say. <laughs> oh, gosh. Too far. I okay. guess. So. What else I want to ask you about is because I don't really know much about life in Australia. Is there anything like in particular that you would share with us that just are over here that well, you don't know? Where I mean, you know, we're all living in a strange place at the moment, you know, and I, I, I think we've all had to adapt all of our lifestyles. And um, lucky for us, though, we are a big island and um, we lock the borders pretty early. So, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure we've been close to two or three weeks with zero, zero cases. So nice. we've oh, been very awesome. lucky that we're living life as normal. Um, yeah. We did have really strict lockdown periods and, but it was like, you know, it was, it was weird, but as a whole, Australians generally are striving for that beautiful cross between lifestyle and work. You know, and the work is really just to pay for the lifestyle toys. And that's one thing I find similar with Americans, you know, it's, um, 
you know, it's the, I've got a lot of good friends over there now over the years and it's, you know, it's, you know, we surf in the morning or we ride bikes or, you know, we have motorbikes and then we have, it's just boats and then it's jet skis and it's just, you know, it's just, just toys. It's just, yeah. it's all about lifestyle and being outside. And I think that's where the active water sports thing, you know, like the first time I met, you know, Dan and you guys, it's just like, it was like, it was scary for me to be on the other side of the world with someone in the same situation, me in life. And we're the same, you know, like I still snowboard and we still do all the same. And I'm like, we live exactly same life with young kids. It's just like so far away, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably the best thing is that Aussies always, we have a sense of humor and um, we can be very dry. Like the sarcasm people don't get, you know, and, and a few <laughs> times like through the brands, like, I'll put something out there and people will just be like, whoa, that's a bit heavy. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and cause we, we just, it's normal for us to have that sarcasm and that, um, you know, that play a joke. And if you're picking on someone, it means you like them. And if you give it, if you know what we say is if you give the, give the shit or the crap, then you've got to be ready to take it back. So yeah, yeah I think that's probably the easiest way to explain Aussies. So and they're never generally too shy for a beer. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I so. loved your, when you emailed us back and you were like, oh, I'm pretty intimidated. I almost was like, I'm about as scary as like a baby squirrel. So, Well, Dan, <laughs> Dan did try to, she's like, he's like, she's super bubbly and funny and nice and she'll make it relaxing. And I'm like, I don't care. I like the guy behind the camera. You know, I don't want to be in the front, you know. And um, mm-hmm. it's like, especially, I found one thing over the last sort of 12 years and uh, that's the hardest part for me at the moment is that I'm not enjoying like being at events and stuff as much as I used to. Cause for me, it was always about, I loved all that, you know, and it was just, I just, I was the biggest wake fan there was. And, um, you know, like, and some of my, you know, things we'll talk about sometimes in the brand. And I still remember meeting people and just being like, oh, like, you know, wake God sort of <laughs> stuff. And, and now unfortunately, you know, it's like, it's work you know, and mm-hmm. it's, yeah, always, so I'm like happy to hide a little bit, you know, if that makes sense. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. I've got a nice, I've got a good group of crew around us now that, um, you know, that are helping me with the brand and that, that bit's exciting too. And most of them are friends, you know, so I've got guys like Ollie Jerome working for us and yeah. Derek Cook's doing all the team management. And then a lot of our distributors like across the world, they're all like personal friends. And um, one of the things I was like, ah. Oh, you know, this is probably going to jump into a bit of depth of history and, you know, where we came from, what we did. And, and I'm like, wow. And like, I actually grabbed all the like catalogs that were in that I've started that are actually, yeah, they're actually, oh, cool. I've got a photo, so I'll send you one with all the covers, but it's, um, it was interesting just flicking through, you know, like going back yeah. to like season two and, you know, the first year for us was like an Excel file, you know, and like, um, we I made I think it was like two pro model handles and like two cheap you know and the reason I started with ropes and handles was because I was working in a store so I'd, I'd had almost 20 years in retail so as soon as I was old enough to work in a shop I was vacuuming to pay for equipment you know and um and that's how I learned and I've always loved how product works and and more importantly why it breaks so for me it was always about why are these things still breaking? Like these are massive brands with product developers and they're still making mistakes year after year that like mm-hmm. I found as an outsider, I was just like, why, you know? So the initial concept was that, you know, and, and so it was about building like a rope and handle that me and my friends were, were proud of to use and we liked the colours. and But even little things like we've never changed, like our first pro models, they still went down to 50 feet because like at those stage, like a lot of the kids, you know, and then when my wife would ride, like I didn't want to tie a knot in my $200 Australian, mm-hmm. which is like $6 US. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't want to tie a knot in my rope and, wreck, you know, wreck my rope. And so, you know because we've I've used the gear and I've always enjoyed how things work and analyzing it. And, you know, I've, and that's, I think how we sort of progressed, but when we did that initial range, I always wanted to go into like the impact jacket and life jacket range, but it was like, 
spare time. You know, I literally was working full time in the shop and I literally was building it on a laptop in my, on my, on my couch at night. And it was, you know, it was stressful. And um, I had a lot of good friends and a lot of good people that helped. And I think if you've looked after, you know, you've tried to be a good person over the years and look after people, they're always happy to help you back. You know, yeah. so those early days, there was so many people that helped, you know, and um, it's nice, you know, and then to be sitting here back now 11 years later, you know, and I'm working on season 12, like you guys haven't even got 10.5, um, but that's due, or you've got some. The rest we've got a few due. things, yeah. We're still yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got your early, you. you've got your early stuff, but yeah, um, yeah and then because that whole thing in itself was a nightmare with COVID last year. So we just wrote off 11. So we did the 10 and we were worried okay. about sell through and then it was like, ah, what do we do? So we had it developed and then we went back to like a half cast year, I call it the 10.5. Yeah. And then everyone's like, what are you going to do next? You're going to do 11. I'm like, nah, it's a write up 21. We just move on. We're going to, okay. <laughs> going to 12. So yeah. So, I mean, I'm at the finish stages of that where, I mean, I've got samples turning up any day and the, the minute I still open those packages, like, it still excites me, you know, it's oh, like every sure. vest and every bit of product, you know, it's like the concept in the head, you know, through to then opening a, you know, final product and then, you know, reviewing it. And I'm always, the biggest thing is it's never finished for me. And um, that's my biggest fear running the brand. I think that if I get to a stage where I think everything's perfect, I know that'll yeah. be when we start going backwards, you know, and ah, it's, mm -hmm. there's always, there's always something to improve on. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still, still engaged and still love it. And I still get, it's like better for Christmas. It's better than Christmas for me when I open the sample uh -huh. boxes. I just go, Ooh, <laughs> you know, I get the so, same way. Um, like when they're delivered here, I get super excited. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to look at everything. It's so, it's so awesome. It's a broad question, but I am going to ask you, you know, what was the inspiration behind, like in a more specific sense, was there a day that you were kind of like, I'm going to do this because of this reason? 100%. Um, I, I still remember it vividly and it was literally the day, I mean, I'd been managing a, a quite a large store for nearly 10 years and um, uh, it was actually really the birth of my daughter. And um, it was the, it was the concept of, hang on a sec, like, I cannot give her the lifestyle that we, I want to or live working in, in you know, a, a, a progressional, like in, in the job I was at, I couldn't progress past where I was, you know, I'd sort of got to where I got to and, um, you know, I was going through daily life with it, but then adding her, Indy, um, into the world was like, oh crap. And, and I was still quite young. I mean, we were lucky we'd worked, we'd bought a house and we'd renovated and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, it was, that was the real driving force. And, and I wanted to be the guy that was at 35 and said, Hey, I had a go and it didn't fail than be the guy at 35 saying I had that idea and never did it. Yeah. So, um, I can, I'm touching now closer to 40 and um, I can say that I had a go and we did it, but um, a lot of gray hairs, a lot of stress in between <laughs> all that. And, um, you know, and that's actually, you know, one of the questions you'll probably lead to was, you know, when was the lowest point and it actually involved her as well. And um, I reckon it was season two for us, maybe in between season two and three. And the one thing that people, you know, don't, get is when you start a brand it's one thing having the concept of it but the money you put into it before you've sold a product is huge um and then you know to then back it up and then write the sales and then get the money in and deliver it and then all of a sudden shops owe you money and then eventually you know you get paid and you're like okay and at the end of the year you're like cool i lost fifty thousand dollars this year that was fun let's do this again you know and then you go bang and you do it again and then you're like Oh wow, we doubled. How awesome is doubling? Yeah. And then you're like, oh God, when am I going to get more money? You know? And, <laughs> yeah. um, and then, and that was like another really, you know, I'll get to, but that was a big turning point too, because as we kept growing, it just kept involving more money. And um, it got to a stage where it was like, I was, you know, 
going, okay, do we go, do we don't? And I actually got offered a really good job. Now, I won't say who for and what, but it was like my dream job and a good pay rise, but the, um, it was a car and a phone and, you know, everything I needed to just yeah. live a, you know, simple life. And my wife was like, but the, the God, what, sorry, what he said, what would the deal was that I couldn't do follow. So if I worked, I, I was told because it was effectively still in the industry that it was a way to do it. And my wife looked at that and said, she's like, Steve, if that happened and he's trying to stop you from doing it, it's because you're doing something right. And we sold the house. So we went all in and um, threw down again. And that sort of created, and then we just, you know, kept ticking along. Yeah. And then basically it got to the stage though, where we were completely broke. Um, didn't have a cent to our name. We were a month behind in rent. I was about to have my car repossessed and I was working two jobs. I was working for Malibu at the time, doing boat demos as well as running the shop and running follow. And I still remember she called me up and she was crying on the phone, Amica and she, and, um, she goes, she goes, oh, we need nappies. And I go, oh, I'll stop some on the way home. She goes, you can't. I don't get paid. We don't get paid till Tuesday. And I was like, oh, and that was a turning point, I think, where most people would have given up. And I actually called a friend and I, he had a daughter the same age. And I said, can I borrow some nappies? He's like, what? And so I drove over to his place. He goes, yeah, come over. He gave me 50 bucks cash, gave me a box of nappies. And he's like, don't worry about it, mate. We'll sort it out later. And I kept my head down and kept digging. And um, I'm lucky that I, I joined a, um, a group up here, JPI, and um, Darren Adard, he's been in the industry. He worked for Jetpile in the US for a long time. And um, so I partnered up with him and he gave me the infrastructure to, you know, start again and um, not have the stresses of cash flow side of it. And, you know, but that was like eight years ago. So we joined up and then that took away the personal, you know, financial stresses and yeah. it gave, and it gave me, um, you know, the wage to be able to just focus on it full time. And then now to look back on that and go, Whoa, look what we've done. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah. follows, follows now, you know, everywhere in the world at every cable park and every, you know, that's still, sorry, there's a long way to go, but um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's crazy. Like I turned up to Lithuania in Europe and it's a country I'd never heard of to like 313 Cable Park. And I walked in there and I'm like, this is the most amazing place I've ever seen. And I'm standing on the dock with my board, like ready to ride. And it's just follow jackets. And I'm going like, wow, this is cool. You know, and then, and then the same thing at Terminus, you know, I was over there with Chase and caught up with him and I'm standing at the dock and I'm like, there's follow life jacket and I've never been there. And these are places I'd wanted to go to my whole life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's just cool to see it. And it's nice to see that people appreciate the brand, you know, and um, like if we go back to product a little bit, it's for me, the pretty side of it and the colors, I, I find that actually the easy bit, you know, my okay. goal is to build the best product in the world and it's yeah. black, you know, I, I, I work on it without even the concept of colors um and the fits and you know the materials and the, you know so much like goes into that you know and then i think that if i make the best black product in the world the rest is easy you know yeah so for sure that that's how i approach it and um practice key you know and um i got an interesting statistic the other day which I don't know if it's boasting or not. And then I don't want to like totally destroy it this year, but we, we, I mean, through the whole world last year, we ran our report on our warranties and it was like, it was a 0 0.0007. Wow. And I'm like, Whoa, that's pretty cool. So we, ha that's I think it was amazing. 48, it was 48 warranties through the entire world for like, last year and oh I was my like, gosh congratulate that's amazing yeah well I know that's cool you know but that's that was part of the initial concept of the brand yeah and um and then you know I hadn't ever I hadn't looked at it for years I just I mean I've always had the thing that if someone has a problem with that product then take it back to your pro store you know like contact mm -hmm. them that's they'll support you with it and, and we support it too you know like we will make mistakes I'm sure we will like yeah. it happens right um totally, but it's, i think it's how you it's how you deal with it but hopefully we've yeah. tested it and you know the team and everyone's used it before it gets to you guys so and um and that comes down to picking we pick the best manufacturers we can too so 
there's always cheaper factories and cheaper options. But um, mm. I always get in trouble because, like, when, you know, the accountants or the bean counters, I call them, <laughs> you know, they're like, your stuff starts. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> don't worry about it. Like, look at our returns. Look at our sell-through. Like, you know, don't worry. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, oh we worry. Cause, but it's, um, <laughs> I don't know. We, I, I still feel that we've stayed really strong to that concept. And, um, you know, it's still working. So yeah, looking back, like it. when that first idea popped in your head and kind of what you were planning up until now, do you think it's kind of followed that path that you initially thought or has there been things along the way that have influenced new directions for the brand? I, I still think the fundamentals, it's always been the same concept and um, we've evolved, you know, for sure. And um, I mean, as as we get bigger and, you know, more territories, there's more complexities. And um, for me, I, I've always found the marketing and design stuff easy. It was actually learning how to run a business from the back end, totally. you know, and, and that was something that um, it was really good moving up here with Darren was that he gave me, you know, and taught me the tools on, you know, to understand it past just wanting to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a photo shoot and make pretty photos. He's like, that's great, Steve, but it doesn't make sense when you're not selling that much, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, it's been nice to learn that side of it and their skills that, you know, I've been able to use into other parts of the business and company and what we do. And yeah, it's cool. But no, it's still the same. It's still about friends and it was still about family and, and, you know, our earliest things, like you were mentioning the, um, the Twiggy handle, you know, the water skiing squirrel, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. so that jacket that you've got in the back there, that's a, a 10 year limited. So what we did, um, we did the black one for production, which I think you can see behind me. Yeah, and I've got yeah. one of the limited ones myself. Um, but that sublimation had like covers and just like parts of like we'd had in the brand on things over the sort of the last 10 years. And we put that collie like, you know, college together and yeah. twiggy was we, we did a family handle back when we first started and we um we did that and we did like a um like a mario brother with turtles and we did oh, cool. oh, what else god i've got them somewhere i should have found dug <laughs> them all up but actually no we really yeah anyway but we did them and now they, they were hilarious and and one of the questions i saw anything that you know you'll probably get to was like when would you meet someone famous and the first time i went to america and i was in um Orlando for Surf Expo, um, or Odub, and I was with Brenton Priestley and Chris, I think the two, and um, Biley was there, you know, and um, I was just like, oh, <laughs> and I couldn't even talk. Right, I was just like, felt like a little school kid. I went like bright red, going, <laughs> and um, and then he, he like he was looking at the handles. He's like, oh man, I love what you're doing and digging it. And I'm just like, oh my god. And I, I couldn't even talk. I was like, I was so embarrassed. Like I walked away going, oh god, that was my chance to try and talk to Violet. You know. And luckily, years afterwards, you know, like I've run into him many times since, and we, you know, we've had good conversations. But you know, to have childhood heroes like that for myself, and you know, another point was I remember the first time, like I got an email from Randall. And like, he was just, oh. and he's just like, Hey man, dig what you're doing. Can you um, send me some gear? And I'm like, Oh yes. <laughs> and he's writing again, you know? So it was really mm -hmm. cool. So Derek still reached out with him and um, you know, Derek got him a bunch of new gear to write in and I'm just like, whatever he wants, whatever he wants. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's cool. I mean, those things are sort of points that really sort of stuck out for me, but the biggest thing that I found hard at the moment is that, the original team and, you know, friends that I've built the brand with, they're, you know, they're at a stage where we're transitioning now. So we're, we've got, we're looking, you know, for new kids and we've got new writers coming through, you know, that, you know, we, we see potential in, you know, and, um, um, and, that, and that's important, you know, like, um, you know, we've got like Pedro, you know, he's like one of the cable kids. He's just shredding and Joey Battle Day. And then we've got the Stucky Boys, like, you know, and then Sam Brown, you know, so yep. he's an Aussie guy, the boat rider. And it's important for us that, we, you know, we help this next generation. But I'm really worried for him because um, it's not like the good old days of wakeboarding where everyone was making heaps of money. 
you know, and so these guys are struggling to get around. They're barely living. And um, from a brand's perspective, it's it's really hard to go, hey, we only sell the life jackets, man. We can only pay you sort of this much. But Mm -hmm. um, it's, I just, you know, if if we lose out of industry sponsors, it's, it's, it's scary, I think, where the sport will go, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we need to make sure that we keep these events and we keep these things going and because we need that next generation for people to look for, you know, up to. Yeah, for so, sure. Oh, I didn't forget girls. Sorry, Anna. Anna is amazing. We love <laughs> Anna. And um, yeah. and Cass, Cassidy too. She's, um, you know, she's always repping our stuff strong, which is cool. Awesome. So. Good, yeah, good. working. I've got a colorway for her next year. It's really nice. You like it? That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. There's some cool stuff. I'm excited. And yeah, you guys have even got 10.5, and it's like, it's so hard for me because I've already done 12, and it's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I just want to show everyone, and I can't because it's like, oh no, no, no. Stay focused on what's coming. Gotta hide it so, for a while. Like we work because I work nearly a year and a half to two years ahead. So it's um. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, timelines. Crazy. I wouldn't yeah, be able to like keep it like on the down low. I'd be like, look at all that. I wouldn't be able. To uh, the the inner circle. Don't worry. I show the inner circle, and okay. um, the, the more okay. feedback we get, the better. But um, yeah, no, it's all good. I don't know what else. I'm just rambling crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're doing awesome. This is so great. I also wanna. I was gonna ask you about. Um, let's see. I was gonna ask you about you know, kind of as you're planning to get into this industry with this brand, was it kind of intimidating or how did you feel about these other big name brands like Ronix, oh, Liquid Force? Like how did, how did that it was, feel? It was, it was super daunting. And, um, and everyone told me from the first year that I was crazy and I wouldn't <laughs> make it and I'm going to blow my money, you know? And I think it was like four years in and I was still in a bad place and they're still going, we told you. And I'm like, nah. And I just kept my head down and kept digging, you know? And I just, um, there was enough people loving what we did and, um, you know, and then people, I, I found it was really cool that when we started making vests, that that was at the stage where I think everyone was starting to put T-shirts, they were wearing T-shirts over them. And I look back at even myself when I was working in the shop and when I go shopping, I'd, I'd go through a vest wall and be like, these are crap. Like, I'm like, is there any just black ones? And then I'd be like, oh, that's the blackest. And I'd be like, oh, but it's got all this stuff on it. And then I'd just wear a T-shirt. And, um, mm-hmm. and what for me, it was really cool when I started seeing everyone in follow jackets with their jackets over the top. And then the kids that didn't have follow jackets would wear their T-shirts. And then, and then I'd turn up everywhere and it was starting to be the same. And I was like, oh, cool. So people do like what we do. And so we just, yeah. I mean, I just kept my head down and kept digging. And then I've always, I mean, in the early days, we had a lot of people, you know, making moves to, you know, sabotage what we were doing. And, and um, you know, but then we also had just as many people as fans and, and helping. And, um giving us go guys, you know, this is what we need. The sport needs new brands. It needs new blood. And so there was as much as there was some people trying to, you know, shut us down or, you know, cut us. There was, there was more people supporting us. And um, we sort of came through, but I've always been careful to keep follow, follow, you know, and and I think Mm -hmm. making sure that I've been careful with who's making our product so we can't be, you know, kicked in from the other end. And, um, mm-hmm. but the, the logistical side of things is just getting crazy at the moment. Just the way the world's changed and mm-hmm. everything and the way it's moving around. And I mean, we moved factories a few years ago out of China. So like our stuff's coming from Cambodia and, and that was another problem yeah. in itself, but we just sort of, you know, I'm a doomsday prepper in some ways. I'm always prepping and believing in the totally. worst out of everyone and yeah. everything. And, um, so I've always got like 10 plans. Um, then there's always A, B, C, D and it usually gets to F for fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So once we get to the F plan where we're, it's usually, you know, we're, we're getting there closer. So anyway, <laughs> That's awesome. I was going to mention, as you're saying, like kind of keep making fall its own brand and when I was getting more into the water sports industry kind of on my own and I 
I became a team writer for active and they sent me a follow vest. And I was like, I've never heard of this before, but I was so hyped that one, like they wanted to like have me as like a team writer. And then later on I started working here, but I still have the vest and it's still my favorite. It's that. Uh, it still works. Oh yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Nice. No warranty. I was like, I was like, oh no, yeah. I was like, oh, she's like, oh yeah, and all the tops peeling off and all the cars, and I'm going, oh, maybe, maybe we'll send you a new one somewhere. What do you reckon? It's, uh, full workshop, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's that, uh, it's that like lime, light lime green color. Oh, the mint, the from. SBR, the mint. Yeah, yes. it'll be season seven. So that was like our first play into pastels, you know. And um, and one thing we've always done is um. It sounds really dumb now coming from a guy, but I put a lot of time into women's like colorways and fits and mm -hmm. patterns and, and researching things that not, I, I don't even look at what other brands are doing in our industry. I, I mean, people go, oh, have you seen such and such? They're copying and doing this. And I go, no. And they're like, they're like, well, well, well shouldn't you know what your competitors are doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm too busy worrying about what I'm doing. I don't have time, you know, but I'm always looking outside industry and, um, you know, we've always pushed, I think, that fashion side of the sport a little bit. You know, we've always tried to be oh, a bit totally. grungier, a bit edgier. And, yeah. you know, and that comes down to a lot of the materials we use, you know, and, you know, the blocking and badging. And, you know, I try to just think of every bit, you know. And um, yeah. we have, a, I have what we call like lost leaders in some sense where we're just like, it's so cool. I don't care if we don't sell many, we're making it. You know, uh -huh. like this year we did the 10.5. It's probably a good segment to throw an ad in. Um, the, we did the silver TBA and, um, yeah. and it's like reflective and stuff. And out, that's Alex Elbax, um, who's yeah. one of my best friends. He's, he's a German that moved into my house for like four months with COVID because <laughs> he, he couldn't magically go home. So he decided <laughs> yeah. to just stay surfing in Australia and wakeboarding rather than being locked up in Germany. Um, but yeah, he's, it was really cool. He was just adamant at me and I'm like, silver man, really? And he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And I think that's part of it is I've got to listen to what people are wanting and, and yeah. what these younger guys, I'm the old guy now. It's like, when did that happen? You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I never, I don't feel it, but I am. And um, yeah, you just got to listen, you know, and watch what kids and what fashion's happening here and there. And um, you know, and this year you'll see there's some nice colors coming through all the girl stuff and the guys have got like those brights, but there's a lot of cool black stuff. And I put a lot of focus in a 10.5 into having like even some of the black products, like you'll walk up to and you'll go and touch them and you'll be like, whoa, it's got three different types of neoprene and there's all the textures yeah. and feeling. And, you know, for me, that's quite, you know, that's, that's, you know, touch and feel of a product is quality and, you know, to have a jacket that you've had effectively for three, nearly four seasons, probably still perfect. You know, maybe I need to design it to fall apart a little so you buy more, but, um, <laughs> in, uh, nah, but like, you know, Raph's jacket this year was one of the, um, it was really cool working with Raph and building Raph's jacket. And, um, yeah. he's got such a clear vision of what he wants and it's nice to build something and then be like, oh, I've got it Raph and then send it to him. And he's like, it's okay. You're going to be any more like emotional about that rap. He's like, it's good. I'm like, Damn it. Raph. You're like, so <laughs> and I'm, you I'm, don't like it. <laughs> no, he loves it. But you just, it, it's just, you can't tell. I just, it, you know, he's just like blank face. Just, mm -hmm. so. Very, very, uh, what's, I think it's stoic is the word. Where Ollie's very. the polar opposite. Yeah. Ollie's just like, and just talks like a million miles an hour. And I think Ollie's done a lot of talking, so it's probably taken a bit of time. So Raph gets a break. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. I don't know. Did you have any other crazy questions for a weird Australian sitting there I dreaming have, of coffee? I have, I have some questions about um, just the team in general. We kind of want to touch on that. Um, basically, kind of what it's like finding team riders, losing team riders. Just insight on that would be awesome. It's um we've always tried to keep it pretty tight with follow and um and one of the hardest things that i had to start segmenting myself away and and that's why we've got i've got derek cook helping me is that i've got personal relationships with these people like they're friends mm -hmm. and then when you have to start making business decisions you know you're like dude i can't pay you to do nothing um <laughs> it gets really tough 
because, you know, you, you remember that these guys are the people that help you build your company too, you know, but it gets to yeah. a stage where I've got to start transitioning into this next generation, you know, and, and um, we, I always say to a team writer, someone like I get approached a lot and we get a lot of emails and stuff. And um, I'm always like, you know, keep shredding. We'll keep an eye on you. You know, like um, content is key now. Um, I think, you know, as the world's changing, it, it's all about content creation and, and wakeboarding's going past just being the guy doing the best tricks. It, it's also going, well, how do I showcase myself in this, the social media world or the media documents? And one of my pet hates is just bloody iPhone videos from the back of the boat. It's like, guys, look into history, like, like videos used to take years to make. Like it was like, they would shoot and film and concept like one trick on one angle that was like into their section gone, you know, and there are still people doing that work. And, and I think for kids coming through working on your digital skills and, you know, filming your mates, what you're riding with and, you know, you film them, they film you. And um, that's the future, you know, like we all work, like everyone has a job. And that's how they get paid. So mm -hmm. um, I'd love to just cruise around the world and go wakeboarding too. But um, obviously my skills aren't good enough. But more importantly, it's, it's going to come down, the next generation, it's going to come down to content creation. So those kids that are feeding content to their sponsors, they'll be the ones that, you know, progress. You know, Perfect. Through. Yeah. That was what I, Does that, that was the question. Totally. That was something I was going to ask you is, you know, like, advice to somebody trying to maybe get sponsored you know what are the steps that you can take that will set you apart from someone else it sounds like that content well, is just so important i mean the boy for us yeah it is it's crucial and um i say you know the boys but the team effectively is you know they're in the know and they're out you know and there's yeah. someone and they'll go hey watch this person watch this kid and then I, I i start following them and you know you see what they're doing and what they're posting and you're like oh yeah i like this and you know they're really corny like ad stuff you know it's just like oh my god <laughs> like why are we watching this it's not an infomercial Ugh. but um so there's that nice compromise between totally. tasteful marketing and you know in your face and um I don't think, I don't know if anyone's got it right. It's, and it changes daily. So it's, who knows what, what tomorrow will bring. So. Yeah. Do you um, have, uh, do you have anyone in particular that you have your eye on that you're allowed to say? Not really. No, pressure. <laughs> no I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, that I, I have so much respect for, you know, and some of the older, you're not all older athletes, but, you know, the more, um, you know, established athletes, you know, is probably the wording I would use for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and as I was, I was going back to earlier is that, you know, when some of the out of industry brands start pulling out and these people start losing their incomes, that's, that's what scares me, you know, like it's, I believe they deserve to be able to, what they've done over the 20 years of sports you know but that that side of it's hard you know especially when they're at the stage of life with kids and you know yeah. they need to start transitioning into work and um totally and um yeah it's it's always tough not everyone can do that though either so it's you know yeah it's a catch-22 sure. yeah but yeah no there's not one person i mean you know i could have two you know three years ago i would have said you know i would have said raf for sure yeah you know but um um Raph's been working with us for a couple of years and I don't know, hopefully he's happy. I have no idea. He never talks. But I'm kidding, Raph. I'm kidding, Raph. Your brother <laughs> talks for you. No, but I, it, there's still people, you know, there's, there's always kids, you know, but now there's no one directly. So. And what was it like bringing some of those, you know, the guys that have been with you, anyone in particular that kind of has a, how you got them to be a part of your brand, like specific stories on that? Oh, not really um it's it's more so you know some of them you pick up like that you know becomes your family you can't pick your family you just get yeah. stuck with them it right? just happens <laughs> and but i was really lucky you know and, and i'd really if i was going to say i'd really like to do a shout out to chriso you know because he was there from the initial start of the company um and you know we had a falling out you know and i still you know we've made we've 
sort we've made up like we're talking and it's um but you know he did a lot for me you know him and Brenton Priestley and um and Mitch Langfield you know they were the they were the my boys you know and um Mitchie's got his own 2.0 cable park up here at the black spot you know it's an hour and a half from work and he's still building the most crazy rails and he's probably one of the most underestimated riders in the world um i believe and um you know brenton's you know unfortunately you know he's working full-time just to keep food in his head and he's still riding and he's still pushing and you know it's um it's nice to have those people and we've lost good friends along the way that they've gone on to bigger and better opportunities and i always had sort of a verbal agreement with everyone that if they had a contract with us um and they coffee truck i'll miss yeah. out <laughs> um hopefully someone brings me one that'd be the best but you, you know we've lost some... one too you're good no no it's so good <laughs> um i've lo we've lost some people along the way too who you know i, I really saw long-term potential with us and growing with mm -hmm. but i'm also so happy with them when someone steps up and they're like steve i got offered this contract and it's and i'm like high five but i'm really sad but high five <laughs> you know because i'm happy for them you know so yeah. it's take the money while you can at the end of the day we're still an australian brand trying to sell life jackets and yeah. we're not this like massive multi-million dollar company like some of our competitors you know so mm -hmm. it's um we're still kicking water but you know love we're it. heading the right direction love it seriously mm. if you want to get your coffee you go get your coffee someone will bring it to me that's the best. okay that's cool <laughs> you said coffee truck is there a truck that comes oh so yeah so um Australians like don't take this the wrong way, but like American coffee sucks. Like I don't like, like coffee, so that's a, I oh, don't it's care. the worst. When I travel <laughs> to the states, I'm just like Starbucks is the only option, which I'm probably not allowed to say. Who knows? But and it's not that crash hot. But so in Australia, like I think coffee is a big part of our life, and um, mm -hmm. they have these like. I don't know, like food trucks. They're like little vans and they drive around. They have all the profit coffee. So they turn up at different times and they've got all the snacks and burritos for breakfast and oh. chips and stuff. And then they make That's coffee. Though, but, so they just turn up at your work and you're just like, coffee. Hey! And everyone walks out and takes a little bit of a break, has a few laughs. Sick. It is I've cool. I've never heard yeah. of that ever. Well, there you go. There's, there's a new business idea for it. Perfect. There you go. Where are you you can start that in your that. spare time. You can work at AWS full time and then do it in the mornings before work. So you can start own. doing 80 hour weeks. It's super Perfect. good. You should get in there. <laughs> Sounds so relaxing. And, I would literally Yeah, and all your savings <laughs> and all your savings and everything you put into, you put into it and then it's failing miserably. But keep going. You you might get through it. Stop. So. It might it might turn out really good. <laughs> exactly. So funny. Yeah. Okay. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh -oh. Yeah, a few more. I'm almost done, I promise. Um, uh, just shifting gears into, because I was told that you're a water sports distributor for some big brands, also running Follow. We just want some insight on that. So I'm really, I, I think lucky is a word I would use, but um, basically through building the network and through my travels overseas, you know, I've met some cool people that and, and um, had, you know, business opportunities. So we're lucky enough to do Hyperlite and HO. Um, and last year, we also picked up Liquid Force and O'Brien. So it's busy. So, you know, um, but I've got some amazing people now working with me. And um, uh, you might know Dean Smith. So he's working. Yeah. So he's, yeah, uh, he's very familiar. Yeah, yeah. So he's a uh, you know again one of my favorite writers as well. He's right up there though. He's um he's come to the other side and he's he's yeah. doing HO high flight for me here and um you know then I've got another couple of guys looking after Liquid Force and O'Brien and it's sort of weird for me because I'm a real micromanager and I'm super unorganized and um I've I've been lucky enough that I've got some really good people helping me um, as we grow you know to be better steve and uh and uh yeah so it's fun but it's stressful it's super stressful and and i like to say that australia is probably the testing ground because we get the stuff first so um we're sort of we see all of the hardware brands new ranges like real soon 
Like I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of it. And so that's exciting because, you know, I, I still love product. I'm a product geek, you know, I still really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but then we get our deliveries like real early for our summer. So if there's any problems, we're dealing with it. <laughs> and then it's oh, fixed good. before it gets to America. So it's perfect for you guys. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's good. And those guys, um, you know, they've all, they're all, it, it's challenging hardware, you know, it's, it's, but it's fun. And I'm really enjoying the new categories. Um, and like, I was probably the most anti-foiler ever known to mankind. Like okay. I was just so anti it. <laughs> Absolutely <And> then, not. <laughs> and then I tried it and I was like, Oh God, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I can use my boat a lot more and it doesn't hurt. And, you know, yeah. and I'm, a, and I, I come from snowboarding, you know, so it was cool to, for me, it was like a similar sensation of powder snowboarding a little bit and you know it's nice to have these new categories these brands are working with to you know bring some life and and a new generation to the sport and um we're lucky in australia that we still have side wakeboarding associations so some of the states are still pushing events for kids and you know the cable parks down the road you know they're they're always doing their kids club and it's just making sure we've got that next one coming through, you know, so, and COVID, as much as, you know, it's got a lot of negatives, the positives are everyone's staying home and everyone's doing sports. So that's, that's good. I mean, it's um, in Australia, I heard a interesting statistic that we spend 50 billion a year traveling as a country, which is quite high for our, um, for our population, but we only return 20 billion back. So, you know, our economy has been really heavily stimulated because we're not thinking about our overseas trips, you know, mm-hmm. where we're sort of focusing on Australia. So yeah. it's been nice. So uh, like a lot of the shops saw what happened in the U.S. just it sold out, you know, mm-hmm. as everyone was low on gear and, you know, it's just a matter of what you could get, not what you wanted. Totally. And, um, yeah. But it's been nice. It's, it's sort of revived the whole industry and there's a lot of mm-hmm. positivity back and, you know, boat sales are great and that development side of it's really good and yeah. it's um, it's exciting. I'm really stoked. I think we all needed it. It's the first time in the 10 years, 12 years I've been running industry that everyone's happy. Normally I, normally I go around the world and there's doom and glooms and there's, oh, we had a bird here and, and everyone's just like, everyone's good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Let's just hope yeah. it stays that way. <laughs> so. Yeah. There's been great, yeah, like with just the boating and industry in general this year, just the vibes have been crazy. Like it's been oh, good I, for us. I made the biggest mistake. Like I put my boat up for sale like in the like end of summer <laughs> last year. And um, I was like, oh, and then sat there forever. And I just had the number. I was like, whoever offered me the number, you know, would have sold it. And then it, a bloody... I sold it and then if I had held it two weeks, I would have got like 20 grand more for it because now there's no boats. You cannot buy a boat if you want to. And I was like, no. So I lost heaps <laughs> of money. And then I wanted to buy a new boat and I couldn't get a new boat. So it's Exactly. Like, it's wait, so wait crazy right summer. now. It's but so crazy awesome, right now. That's awesome decision of which one do I want. Yeah. So, that's always Good fun. problem. Great I was problem also going to gonna ask about um, just like, what it's like shipping overseas and stuff. Cause I know a lot of people who are probably going to watch this maybe don't have the best understanding of how that works. So if you have, we need, we need everyone to be, please be kind to all the stores and, and distributors this year (laughs) and brands. We've all been working so hard to, to keep, get product back in the store, but um, there's material shortages just across the world. And, and it's not, it's not isolated just to one brand or, or one segment. It's, it's, it's just, we couldn't get zippers, you know, as you know, we can't, and then we have our stuff ready and there's no empty containers. They're all sitting in the U S and Europe and Australia because there's so much moving. They're not shipping empty ones back. So there's delays. It's just, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And, um, so it's put a lot of curveballs out there for a lot of people. And, um, we just need everyone to be like, please, we get it, all right? It's coming, <laughs> it's coming. We're, we're everyone's doing everything they can, and um, it's and that's what scares me the most over the next like few months is just we've got all the dates and all the ducks are in a line, but we still may end up with Plan F. So let's uh, <laughs> <That's> Plan F. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No, everything seems we're, we're, we're getting there, but it's, it's just tricky and everything's moving and timelines are blowing out. And um, 
yeah, there's just a shortage of everything. And costing yeah. is just, it's more than tripled in. So wow. um, my advice would be buy up this year, guys, because everything's going to go up next year. <laughs> so yeah. shipping prices are like four times what they normally are, wow. you know. So that's going to affect everyone and everything. So Totally. Anyway. I don't want to be a doomsday prepper, but I'm sounding like it again. But <laughs> get okay your 10.5. Get to AWS now. Get, get what they've 10. got. 10.5. I was going <laughs> to say, make sure to check out at, for all the people watching that's looking to get that 10.5. Go to check out activewake.com because they got everything on there. Be sweet. Real sweet. Um, other than that, I just want to ask if you have any shout outs you want to make before we uh, conclude our discussion. I think I've done enough bloody <laughs> name dropping. I'd like to thank Dan for introducing me to you. That was fantastic. I was also yeah. terrified. So I've lost sleep over this for two weeks. So thanks no! for that, Dan. <laughs> He's going to um, that. <laughs> oh. Nah, no, nah, it's all good. It's happy and, uh, you know, and, if anyone does have a problem with our product, please don't be afraid to ask or talk to someone about it. That's how we learn, you know, um, and that's, and don't feel like you're whinging. That's how we learn and that's how we progress. So yeah, yeah. stick, support your pro dealers, you know, look after the industry. Let's get that next generation through. For and sure. um, hopefully we're having a chat in a few years. Maybe my office will be bigger then. I don't know, but Ooh. probably not. I doubt it. <laughs> It'll okay. be the same, exactly the same. Oh, I've got a Flight 69 though. Took me like 10 years to get one. That's the that's first so twin dope. tip. Took me forever. That's so sick. But I finally, there's not many of them in Australia, that's for sure. Mm. So. Mm -mm. Yeah, hold right. on to that thing. Okay. Well, peace out. You better get back to the shop and um, I'm going to go hit shop. that coffee truck. Yeah, I'm go get your coffee, coffee truck. <laughs> and, um, I'm going to yeah, go start thanks. working on my plan for mine. Oh, shit. I better say thanks to my wife for believing in me. Amika, you're a rock star. And my kids, they're okay. But mm, no, they're fine. They're good. Like, I reckon everyone should have three kids. It's so awesome. I it's can not see. Really. I can see the lies. <laughs> the lies. I know. It, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It keeps me busy, though. So, it's um, yeah, no, without those guys, follow wouldn't have happened. And without her support, same thing. We wouldn't have, wouldn't have got to where we got to now. So that I better. Oh, imagine I forgot that. I would have been killed. Some. I would have been she killed. Been so mad when this aired. I, not. <laughs> no, she she won't even. Oh, she probably won't even know. And she's like, oh, it's wakeboarding. I'm not watching it. <laughs> not true. Maybe true. Hopefully, she uh, watches it. <laughs> see. All right. Well, thanks for your time again. Yeah. Thank Thank you for your time. I'm so. This was so awesome. I think it's really cool that we can let kind of our customers and customers all around kind of get a new understanding of, you know, where this brand came from, what it's been through and where it's going. So thank you very well, much. Well, we got a long, we got a long way to go, you know, got, and, and, yes. um, and it's just exciting, you know, like, as you said, you didn't know the brand. And so hopefully a few more people come out of this and next time they're in store, they have a look at it and they see the detail and love we put yeah. into what we do. And, you know, hopefully they follow customers for life. So that would be, that's the plan. Perfect. There we go. Cool. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, I'm well, going to peace you, out of my, Steve. that's my salesman bullshit. There you go. Ooh. <laughs>